something that can make you do wrong. Love and happiness. Go, you got a hit. Hey y'all, welcome back to Messy Situations. It's your favorite sister, Sequoia, and we are back with another episode, baby. Excuse my voice, I'm a little under the weather. This California shit got me fucked up. One minute is hot, one minute is cold. Oh, and you know, it took your girl down, but I'm starting to feel better, so I'm happy. And I'm happy to be recording. I had to take a little intermission because, you know, shit has just been all over the place. I've been home and back and trying to get back settled into the house and, you know, my routine and shit. So your girl was tired and I cannot record. But all that matters is I'm back this week and I'm ready to give y'all some realness because, you know, that's what I do. But anyways, this week, I wanted to um, talk about, well, first of all, let me start with the red hot topics before we get into all that. So for this week, and don't quote me because all I saw was a little excerpt, a little small little caption on um, Nick Cannon. And it was saying how he was elated or joyful or whatever because the red table talk was getting canceled and it just like gave me corny nigga what was it love don't cost a thing that's the type of real that's the real nick cannon that character that he played is really how he be out here acting because he is just a fucking cornball to me whether you like the show or not I do subscribe to it, but I don't listen to every episode. Like, if it's something really good or if it's something that I'm interested in listening to and hearing somebody's perspective on, um, you know, then I'll listen to it. But what really irritated me about him even commenting on it is that, like, this is a spot for a Black woman to win, for Black women to share their stories and their experience and, you know, help the culture because a lot of women subscribe to this and you know they look to this to help them get through things and then you turn around and be and say some corny ass shit about how you're happy about that it's getting canceled because of x y and z i didn't even really read his fucking reasons this is just like this nigga just talked too fucking much and yeah you know people say they love nick cannon because they help or he's helped them get into places and rooms where they never could imagine. And he gave them an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, nigga, you're a fucking cornball. How about you just worry about taking care of them fucking kids you got spread across the globe instead of these black women in their black girl magic doing their motherfucking thing. Like, I was just so corny to me. He's a fucking cornball. I don't fucking listen to none of his shit, wilding out, none of that, because he's just lame as hell to me. So I just think that men should stay out of women's business. Like this show or anything doesn't have anything to do with you. And I bet you if they invited your ass on there, you you would have pulled up on them. So it's just like, why? Why? If you don't have nothing nice to say, then just, just don't say it at all. So that is something that really fucking irritated me. 
Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about for a red hot topic is I want people on these podcasts and these platforms to just stop saying things for like wild factors. I know that it like captivates the audience and shit like that, but then I don't know. How do y'all feel about it? So I was listening to this podcast, right? And they asked this guy if he saw like, okay, so the first question was, will you eat your girl out? after you know a day like without her taking a shower or whatever and the guy was like yeah and then he was like would you eat her ass and he was like yeah i mean it's my girl what the fuck and they was like well even if you saw like a piece of you know tissue back there with a little you know <laughs> and this nigga said he don't eat around the tissue like come on my nigga like y'all just be out here saying anything like This shit was funny, but don't be out here, you know, making niggas believe that he got to eat the tissue out the booty or eat around the tissue. Like, come on, y'all. Like, where is this what we have come to? Where are the standards? Because if I was a nigga and I saw some tissue in a bitch booty, you got to get your ass up in that goddamn shower. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bitch. Get your ass in the shower. I don't even like like having sex or being intimate with somebody if I haven't taken a shower yet because I've been walking around. I've been sweating. I've been using the bathroom. Like, come on, yo. We got to just set a standard of you need to get in the shower if you want to be intimate. Ugh. Niggas are disgusting, but you know, to each his own. If you like eating around the tissue, then that's your business. But I ain't subscribing. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, that's it for the red hot topics, y'all. I hope you know you enjoyed those. But let's get into the real talk. So, um, I wanted to talk about vetting people correctly. I think as a society, as people, whatever, people are very superficial when it comes to like getting to know a person. You know, in this day and age, people are always so hyped and worried about, is this nigga about to buy me a bag? Can he, you know, provide for me? Can he pay all my bills? Can he do X, Y, and Z? But... Mm-hmm. What about on the inside? Is this nigga about to make you feel good? Is he going to be supportive? Is is he going to be your protector? Is he about to be your A-spoon coon get right or die? Like, what type of nigga is he before you are willing to just, you know, fuck him to get whatever you can out of him? You know what I'm saying? And then when y'all get into these relationships or your emotions start getting caught up in whatever this situation is and when the nigga is not reciprocating then you're left feeling empty and wondering why and all this other type shit but it's like sis the signs were there no you can't choose who you love and i'm not saying that you know if the nigga didn't meet your expectations after you didn't got wrapped up in it that you're wrong for that but what i will say is like open your eyes wisen up 
expand your mind when it comes to vetting these niggas, even for men, vetting these bitches, these women, whatever you want to call them. Because, you know, people will really put on their best representative to get you and, you know, make sure that shit is locked in. And, you know, before you know it, they fucking up and you so caught up and wrapped up in them that it's like, okay, so now what is my exit plan? You trying to figure out ways to leave this nigga or this woman. And the signs were there before you even got in a relationship with them. So a tip would be don't be like so superficial when you're getting to know a person like what's your favorite color food what do you like to do for fun what's your occupation all that type of shit that shit you can figure out along the way you know what i'm saying but when you're really trying to get to know a person focus on the things that will show who they are and how they act so you can get a better I don't know, perspective or feel for who this person is before you just jump both feet into the situation because this nigga can buy you shit or this bitch got bomb pussy or whatever the fuck you niggas be um, into these days. I don't know. But um, a question that I would ask when getting to know somebody is... First of all, what are your intentions? Why are you out here dating? Why are you out here talking to me? What you want to do with me, nigga? What What is the purpose? What's the motive? Are you looking for somebody to just fuck? Are you looking to just have a person to go out with, chill? Like, I would say a situationship kind of sort of situation. But y'all not really committed to each other. But y'all are gonna go out and go on trips and all this shit together because y'all be doing that these days or if you're actually looking for a relationship are you dating intentionally to eventually be married are you out here just you know fucking around until you feel like settling down like y'all intentions need to be stated early because that's how things go left quickly or you get in a situation that you weren't even intending on being in you know what I'm saying so that would be the first thing that I would want to know about somebody before deciding if I'm going to be in a relationship with them um and then something else that I would ask is how do you like to be shown love I feel like people will love you the way that They want to receive love, but they don't love you the way that you actually want to be loved. Because, you know, people, if you don't express or tell a person like, you know, I feel loved when you do X, Y, and Z. Or I feel loved when you tell me these things. Or I feel loved, like, you know, back to the five love languages, that type of shit. If that is not stated... And you think these materialistic things or he thinks, oh, well, you know, I give her the dick and um, I provide her with the material things. You know, all is going to be great. Life is going to be great because I have the things. And then 
him or you or whatever time passes and y'all realize or you realize that having all this material shit is not making me happy. I don't feel love just because you provide me with things like you can't pass. You can't be out here fucking around with hoes if we establish we about to be committed to each other. And then every time I catch you on some shit, you pro- you um give me a material thing to like pacify me or whatever the situation is. Figure out how somebody likes to be shown love. I think that's a, a very, I ha- that helps build the foundation of whatever it is that y'all are trying to get into when you know how a person likes to be loved. Um, another question I would ask is, how does the things you witness as a child show up in you as an adult? And I would ask that because, you know, when you're getting to know a person, they're not going to tell you their traumas and, you know, what they witnessed as a child and how that has shaped them into the good or bad person that they are today. So asking that is being intentional with trying to get to know a person. You know what I'm saying? And also asking that is going to tell you a lot because if he or she saw their parent either one get beat up by their mom or dad or whatever if they saw domestic abuse in their household nine times out of ten they don't know how to communicate they don't really know how to show or feel or express love they don't know how to communicate because what they witnessed is every time I got upset or every time you didn't do anything or didn't do something right or to my liking, I'm just going to beat you up or I'm going to verbally abuse you or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And that is going to eventually show up in how they interact with you, how they date you, how they treat you. So asking that in the beginning, in the early stages before anything is really anybody is really too caught up in in their feelings or the situation, you know, by how they answer this question, whether you want to continue to pursue them or not. Um, The third question that I would ask or fourth or whatever is how you see, how did you see your parents interact with each other? Um, Or didn't it? interact with each other. A lot of men didn't have a two-parent household. And there's nothing wrong with that. I come from a single-parent household as well. But I never really saw... Hmm, I'm trying to choose what I say carefully. You know what I'm saying? Um... I never really seen like real love or somebody in my house or, you know, in my immediate family be in love. So it was, you know, if you provided things for me, if you did all these little things for me, like, I don't know, dumb shit. If you went out with me or whatever, like shit that doesn't really matter. If you did those things for me, then I thought we was in love. Like, I mean, I've had niggas like, you know, 
take me on dates and pay for everything, put gas in my car, you know, give me some shit from the mall. And I'm like, oh, you know, he loves me because he's doing all these material things for me. But that shit is not love. You know what I'm saying? So my interpretation of what real love is was skewed. But now as an adult, I'm like starting to figure out what does love really mean to me? And, you know, how people's parents interacted with each other or didn't interact with each other, how, you know, the dating went for, how you witness dating from your parents or whoever you was raised by is going to show up in how this person treats you when they are in a relationship with you. Either they can, you know, do you the same way that they witness their parents doing each other or their spouse or whatever, or they're going to do it different because they don't want to treat somebody the way that they witness their mom or their dad being treated or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So that is something that I would definitely ask as an adult dating. When you're young and you're just figuring yourself out and you're figuring out what you like, what you don't like, how you want to fuck, how you don't want to fuck, what you're going to tolerate, what you're not going to tolerate. I wouldn't necessarily say that these things matter, but if you're trying to date somebody to marry or you want to intentionally date so you can find your spouse, these are things that will help you vet the person. Because like I said, I think people just get too caught up in the superficial, too caught up in, you know, what their family and friends think about the person that they dating. Yeah, everybody wants to be with somebody who um, their family and friends mesh with. But if this nigga is a good nigga or this woman is a good woman and your, your family or whatever is just hating on them because it's better than what they fucking got. You need to be able to decipher that because motherfuckers will hate on you because your man or your woman is doing the damn thing and showing up for you the way that you want him or her to show up for you. And niggas, people around you will see that and hate on you. So I know that like, you know, people don't want to talk about it, but sometimes your family and your friends can be your biggest motherfucking haters. Not in all cases, but, you know, just be able to decipher that. Um, another good question that I would ask is how your parents handled adversity. Because speaking from experience, I have seen my parents just flip the fuck out. Every time something got the fuck on their nerves, they're just flipping the fuck out. You know, they're not asking no questions. They gonna cuss you out or whatever it is that gets them off in that moment. And then when they feel like it, they are going to maybe talk to you or whatever. But that's not the best way to handle things. So if you have just seen that all of your life, when you and your partner get into arguments or disagreements or whatever you think the best way is to like talk down to them cuss them out and mistreat them and that's fucked up because it's like if you really love a person handle them with care so 
knowing how a person deals with conflict is very necessary because in the moments when y'all hate each other, I mean, you love each other, but you want to, you know, wring a nigga neck. Um, that's really what you need to know about a person because that shit can make or break a relationship. If I don't feel like you are a good communicator, I'm not even a good communicator when I get into like little disagreements and stuff like that. I'm really working on it because I'm raising two black boys and they don't, and in America, they don't have the opportunity to flip their shit and go about their business and handle the consequences later. You know, as a black man in America, they always have to be on their P's and Q's. So I have to figure out how to communicate when shit is not right in an effective way so that I can teach my kids that so they can witness me talking to somebody respectfully, gracefully, with intention when there is conflict versus me just popping the fuck off. Like, I don't want my sons out here just popping the fuck off every time they feel slighted or every time they feel disrespected like for sure handle your own and stick up for yourself but it doesn't always have to be an ugly situation and so that goes back to like relationships every time y'all argue or have a disagreement about something it doesn't have to be ugly so learning somebody's communication style and learning how they handle conflict and all those good things is going to tell you whether this person matches your style, whether they're equally yoked with you or not, because, you know, you don't want to be a good communicator and this motherfucker not know how to express themselves in a healthy way. Because then that's just going to fuck up your shit. It's not a good match. Um, the last thing that I would like to talk about, the last question that I think is um, very youth- useful when trying to really get to know somebody is what is your family dynamic? Like, do y'all get along? Are y'all close? What is it? Because I've found that when the family dynamic is fucked up, they have a lot of issues and there's nothing wrong with having issues because you can definitely work through those. But you know, the person has to be willing to want to take those steps and not everybody is at the point where they're willing to take those steps and like work on their shit to make themselves and their lives better so what i've noticed is when um you know that family dynamic that household dynamic is not flowing correctly even speaking from my own experience you know shit is just off communication how you express yourself how you act when, you know, things ain't to your liking. Like, I will cuss somebody, I will cuss my man the fuck out if shit wasn't cleaned up the way that I feel it is, though. It should be clean. And that's fucked up because it's like, at least they tried. It's the thought that counts. It's the effort that they, you know, used to even do. It's the like the fact that they even thought of, like, let me try to, tidy this up or clean this up you know so she doesn't have to do it and then I'm still like flipping the fuck out because it's not wrong or whatever it's not to my liking 
And I've also had niggas tell me that they loved me more than they loved their mom. And that's just like a red flag because it's like you got mommy issues and that's about to just manifest in other aspects of our relationship. And I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to be nobody mom except for the the kids that I birthed. The ones that I birthed, I want to be their mom. But you niggas, I do not want to do that. Like, I don't want to have to teach you the lessons and shit that your mom didn't teach you. That's not my job. My job is to love you, to support you, to, yeah, teach you things. But, like, the basic shit that you should already know from just your household, I don't want to have to teach you that. And if you have those mommy issues, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, I'm not the woman for you. Not that I'm looking, but you know what I'm trying to say. So. What type of questions, like, do you feel is good to ask when vetting somebody? Like, do you think that, you know, the questions that I've asked and talked about today are, like, good questions? Or you think, no. You know, what are your thoughts about this topic? Um, Everybody's going to have their own views and opinions but you know this show is to like you know it is messy situations and I'm always going to talk about messy shit and you know get them a good laugh but I really do want to use this platform to like educate people and just give them a different perspective of looking at things because I think like you know in this age of social media we can get so caught up on you know doing it for social media doing it for the gram doing it for tiktok you know finding somebody that is Instagram worthy or that's going to look good and be able to take good flicks and they got style. Like, yeah, those things matter or whatever, but who the person is to the core matters more than just being able to have somebody who's Instagram post worthy. People just get too caught up in the, in the superficial shit. And I think that's why a lot of people are fucked up in the dating scene is so uh, I hear about people and their dating issues and I'm just like, Ooh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that because it's just too much. I don't, it's exhausting. I don't know how y'all are doing it, but you know, shout out to y'all for still believing in love and, um, all that good shit. So yes, um, my gym for the week. My gym for the week is just, you know, be cautious. Not saying cautious to the point of where you're not living your best life, but cautious to the point where you are going to take heed to the red flags and be able to decipher from, you know, what somebody's intentionally doing and then what somebody is doing because they just don't really know. Like they've never experienced it. They've never been through that. Um, and so they just don't need, they just don't know. They're just not educated in that. And so they need a little bit of assistance. So that would be my gym for the week. Um, Don't jump both feet into some shit before you really get to know a person. Like really take your time and get to know them. Vet these niggas, vet these women, and really decipher if they're for you or not. You know, because there's somebody for everybody. It just, this person just not, may not be for you, you know? So, um... Yeah, that's all I got for this week, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow me on Instagram 
at messy underscore situations. I think there's one more underscore after that. But um, yeah, follow me on IG. Make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe to the show. I really appreciate y'all for coming week after week and listening. And um, yes, I hope y'all have a beautiful week. I hope y'all have a beautiful month. It's the first week in May. And I'm just like, yes, I'm so looking forward to the warm weather and no more rain. But yeah, I just hope y'all have a great month. And you know, that's it. Bye.